bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. Your hosts, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Oh, yeah, we can do this live on the air everywhere. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, and Little Rich Snyder. Brian's away in China this week, but he'll be back next week. He'll be back in time. Good, good. He'll be back in time. He's been missed. He misses. We miss Brian. Uh, Jay Parker, he's here with us. I am here with you. Rough week, man. You haven't been feeling well. No, I haven't. No, that's Listen even, to that voice. You, you got the. This is what I call the big boy voice. When you got that big boy <laughs> voice going on. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, it's, it's a voice. I'm glad you're feeling better. Live on Facebook from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Just search out the Modern Eater, and you'll be able to see all of the things that are happening tonight. We've got a big show for you, and we're excited to give it to you. Um, it's kind of a t- so tonight we're demonstrating gluten-free things. Yes, right? John. Irby. It's not going away. Gluten-free. There are a lot of people that are lifestylers. They're intolerant mm-hmm. of gluten. It just wreaks havoc on a lot of people's bodies. So they can appreciate. And if you check into Facebook, you're going to see from breakfast, lunch, dinner, appetizer, and dessert, and you're going to see how many gluten-free options are actually out there for you using a bread that is from a gluten-free vegan dedicated bakery in Arvada. It's a local business. Uh, can't wait to highlight them tonight. Chef Cheeto Ariola is here with us from Las Delicias, and he's doing different stuff. Obviously, not Mexican food tonight. Oh, yeah. No. this. You know what's, what's exciting about all the things that are being prepared tonight? Truly, you can eat gluten-free without any compromise. And Absolutely. usually that's what's happening is you're always eating, you're not eating like you want. And this is going to be incredible. Literally, I've seen folks go into the gluten-free bakery in Arvada and start to tear up to say, you know what, I'm going to have cake this year for my birthday. Or I'm going to be able to eat a loaf of bread. So it's really cool to be able to feature and highlight gluten-free things tonight Holy. with Chef Chito Ariola. <laughs> There's breakfast. Breakfast Gluten-free dessert. French toast right up on deck. Uh, we've got a full house tonight. Where's the microphone, Richie? The, the uh, where, oh, hold on. Let me we, get we need to just prove it to him, you know. Who's out here tonight? Let's see if we can hype everybody up. Uh, live on the radio, let's hear it in the studio kitchen right let's now. Anybody in here? Anyone here? <laughs> oh, yeah. we got a lively <laughs> crowd, and it's going to be a good one. So in the next segment, John Urban from Gluten-Free Thing, along with uh, Chef Cheeto Ariola, is going to join us. It's 6.30 right here on 6.30 KHOW, an iHeartRadio station. Checking in is Damon Stano, and Western Meats is here in the house. We just really like this guy. He's doing uh, great things in the community and the the products that they're bringing to the table tonight. I think it's in the Philly cheesesteak, Richie. Yes, yeah. And Damon, Damon and his, his family have done a tremendous job for generations now. They deserve all the success that's uh, right in front of them, it looks like, right now. Richie, can you cook? No. Jay, how about you? Yeah, I, I thought that I could cook a lot better than, than I can. So, like, when we started this show f- four years ago, yeah. roughly... I thought that I would embarrass you in the kitchen because of my restaurant experience. <laughs> yeah. And like, uh, I, I pour Bud Light, sure. so I think I can make chicken parmesan, you know. <laughs> and uh, I've uh, realized that that's not the case. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a six on a ten. No, you're not. You're three. 
or four. Well, Come on. What I mean, because yeah. what am I? I'm a five or a six, and no, I'm a I, I'm a great I cook. I would put you in like a seven or. I mean, I'm no. you know I'm out of a novice tent. You know, like Chef Chito and, and the other guys, they're they're on a different level than we are. I'm talking novice here, and a novice on a six or a five. Uh, Rich, you're in luck. I'm a negative number. You know what? You're in luck because um, <laughs> Cook Street's here. Cook Street School of Culinary Arts. Uh, I can't wait to talk to these guys, but uh, Chef Lance Lewis, and uh, is it Kata or Kata, Fabian? It's Kata. Kata. She's, she's not here, so it's she's Lindsay, not here. No, so it's Lindsay and Chef Lance. Yeah, I mean, two out of three. Is not Lindsay there. Reese is here, so we'll just uh, wipe that off the board right there. And uh, 7 p.m. Kind of, you, you know how for the longest time we did the Modern Eater show and then we switched over to the Modern Drinker show because we kind of did food first hour, booze in the second hour. Well, it turned out we're more food-centric. Mm-hmm. Tonight, mm-hmm. not so much. Second hour, it's all booze, all the booze news you can use. And 7 p.m., uh, Doug Kingman's going to come on, and appropriately titled from Kingman Estates Winery. And so we'll catch up with Doug and talk about uh, I'm a real hyper-local type of guy, and here's a Colorado winery. I, I can't wait to um, just talk about the, the grapes, the ingredients, what they do, sourcing. Uh, that'll be a fun time with Doug coming up at 7 p.m. 7.15, he makes a return business to the show, and William Martinez from Holiday Brewing Company. Uh, William's a really cool guy. He's a great brewer. Um, brought some delicious gluten-free beer. Does that blow your oh, mind? Gluten-free. There it is. I'm excited to see that. Yeah, gluten-free beer. Uh, I'll tell you what. There's it, a theme. Yeah, well, it, Karen Hurts, the uh, owner of Holiday Brewing Company, she's got a great story about how she was stricken with uh, a lot of problems um, uh, concerning gluten, and she figured out how to cut it out of her diet, but she was a beer lover. I think she worked at Coors for a oh, stretch yeah. as well. That's and correct. so, you know, it was kind of her life's mission just to put beer back onto her plate. And yeah. in my estimation, one of the best gluten-free beers around in Holiday Brewing Company in Golden, Colorado. 7.30, Chad Bratt's going to join us from Jagged Mountain Craft Brewery. Um, also a, another return guest. He was part of the Summer Dinner Series. He was. And uh, taking part job. in that. Yeah, they, their beer is delicious. 745, Ryan Negley with Vapor Distillery. So we've got a full a full docket tonight, boys. There's going to be some... The last uh, hour is, is going to be a, a little loose, I'm guessing. Uh, Chef Cheeto is uh, behind. He's in the kitchen right now. It looks like he's using some gluten-free... Are you making egg McMuffins? Yeah, the English muffins are out. So people are going to really enjoy this breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Watch watch Chef breakfast. Cheeto cook on it's Facebook. Appetizers, breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert, all gluten-free. Breakfast, French toast, egg McMuffin, gluten-free. Lunch, grilled cheese and beer-battered organic vegetables. Appetizers, uh, the crostinis. Dinner, hamburgers, and Philly cheesesteaks. Now, this is the type of stuff I want to eat all day long, every day long. Yeah. And I'll leave it to John Irvin to come up with these uh, menu items. Yeah. And uh, I'm hoping that he's going to be able to sneak away, and we'll catch up with John Irvin next. So, again, check us out live on Facebook right now. Next week, Richie, we're going to do a painting party. We're going to start around noon. That's going to be a blast. If you're it? in the shot of our voice and you've always wanted to come and check out Studio Kitchen Colorado, Mm -hmm. and you want to help us customize this and make it our home, I think we'll open it up to a couple of listeners if they want to call at 303-713-8255. 
leave their name and telephone number if they want to join us here next weekend. We'll provide them with some delicious Studio Kitchen Colorado food, a show, and they can just uh, hang out and help out with uh, a painting party. So if you want to do that and you want to join us here and check out Studio Kitchen Colorado, 303-713-8255 or email us at uh, themoderneater at gmail.com. Okay, let's take a quick break. Uh, We'll we'll turn around right now, come back. It'll be uh, 6.15. John Irvin's going to jump on deck with Chef Cheeto Ariola. Gluten-Free Things is next. We'll talk about what we're putting together here tonight, and then we'll continue right here from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. You know, Belgian-style beers are getting more and more popular, for good reason. And while a lot of breweries make the odd Belgian beer or two, Brews Beers in Denver does all Belgian-style beers. I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster, and we do badass Belgian-style beers like nobody else. From the classics to creative Belgian-inspired styles, we have 15 on tap in our big-tasting room and patio. Handcrafted wit beers, blondes, ambers, and saisons. High-octane doubles, triples, and quads. Plus sours, barrel-aged beers, and special rare bottle releases. We have food trucks every day, plus a bistro next door. And your dog is welcome. Check us out at brewsbeers.com. Brewsbeers, spelled B-R-U-Z, 1675 West 67th Avenue in North Denver. Your best choice for Belgian-style badassery. Can I pour you one? Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Chef Brother Luck from For My Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. Oh, man, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. And also competing on Season 15 of Top Chef. You are listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hi, everybody. It's Chef Terry from Bardo in Denver. (laughs) I'm also on Season 15 of Top Chef Colorado. (laughs) And you're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Bear listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio, live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. You can watch it on Facebook, and we are so thankful for you to tune in here tonight to our radio broadcast. And as we continue on in the kitchen, this is a really cool thing. Uh, little Rich Schneider's here with me. Uh, Brian Freeman's out, and Jay's running around directing traffic. Chef Cheeto Ariola, he's cooking. Uh, it's good times here in Studio Kitchen, Colorado. A lot of the energy, the, the church, the culinary church, it's a blast. Uh, the voice of hospitality is what we like to call ourselves. And right now, he's not a stranger to the show. He, he's made many return visits. He's the uh, man that put together the gluten-free plan. He's the two and only. His name is John Irvin. Welcome back to the show, John. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. We're having a great time. We tonight. are. You, you dreamt this up, and I said, let's do it. Uh, more and more these days, there are folks that are not only uh, gluten intolerant, uh, it's a gluten lifestyle. There's a very, very small portion of the, the public that's celiac as well. But gluten-free things, so talk about fulfilling a need for folks that it really matters. In my estimation, the best product around when it comes to gluten-free and uh, gluten-free things. You can see their packaging, brand new packaging. Congratulations, thank, John. Thank, You're doing thank. a great job. Long, hard work. Uh, yeah, uh, it's. I have to give credit to my customers with respect to uh, you know our developing of our product. They're the ones who taste it. They're the ones who 
tell us whether they like it or not. And so we've given them what they want. And now we're, we're finally finished with everything, minimizing ingredients. I've done all my engineering stuff that I've always wanted to do with the gluten-free since uh, 2012. And now what we're going to do is try to extend the shelf life to a month to two months. And our new packaging is part of that process. Mm-hmm. And uh, But we're excited about it. It looks good. I appreciate it. Everybody's had great feedback on it. And it just gives my, my customer a, a quality product. That's, that's the whole idea behind it. If you're going to go buy gluten-free, it's, exp- it's expensive. You don't want to get a McDonald's hamburger at the chop house. And so what I want is I want the best-tasting gluten-free on the market. And your customers truly appreciate it. Yeah. You can't go into your bakery. It's in Arvada. Give out the address, would you, John? Well, we're at the si- corner of 64th and Sims in Arvada at 11651 West 64th. But actually, uh, just go on to uh, our website, glutenfreethings.com, and you can find it. It's easy to find our web, you know, our yep. address. That's glutenfreethings.com. It's a very u- user-friendly website. You also mail anywhere. Uh, we mail all, all 48 states. That's fantastic. So yeah. if you're in the shot of our voice, here's what you dreamt up. You want, and I thought this was a great idea. It, it just shows that there's not one meal that you have to go without the delicious foods that you would like to have on your table. Uh, from breakfast, lunch, appetizer, dinner, even dessert. Yeah. Uh, so you constructed a great meal that folks are eating tonight with Gluten-Free Things brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, so your products are here as well. Breakfast. And how did you lucked out here? How did you get Chef Cheeto? I don't know. I don't know. Somebody must be looking over me, you know. <laughs> Chef Cheeto Arioli, he just commands a let me, kitchen. Let me tell you something. This man knows his stuff. He's put a lot of input in tonight. Uh, this French toast we're doing. The appetizers, the caprese, uh, our deep-fried uh, veggies, and all that kind of stuff are phenomenal. And he's got a lot of, you know, has a lot of input on it. But uh, it, it, it just, we're having fun. We're having fun. I always have fun, you know, doing this stuff. Yeah, folks here at the Studio Kitchen Colorado. And you've jumped in, too. You're kind of a sous chef tonight. Uh, well, yeah. You know, the thing is, I have to be a sous chef because this man here's going to be uh, with the players. Uh, he's going to be doing the players' golf thing. That's right. Yeah, the Masters. The yeah, Masters. Or the, or the just Masters. Got invited. Sorry, just I'm, got invited. Just to got the invited to the Masters. So I'm, you know. Cheeto, tell us. Here, let me give you this microphone. Chef, Chef Cheeto, I'm just going to reach over. Your hand yes, to the microphone. There's the voice of Chef Cheeto. Cheeto, uh, let's take a second here and talk about, um, first of all, uh, executive chef at Las Delicias. Yep, uh, correct. And, and you do a great job there. But a world traveler chef, talk about some of the places where you've actually had the privilege to cook. I've been pretty much everywhere around the country. U.S. Open, Kentucky Derby, All-Star Games, NFL, basketball, anything, all the sports. And this This is going to round it off. Yes, this one was, I love golf, and I mean, you can just see my face right now. It's all excited. But just thinking about it, that I'll be there for the first time. I've been trying to get there for 14 years, and today I got the email, so I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Chino, do you excited. get a yellow chef's jacket when you're there? No, I the green, get, green, green, green chef's jacket. The green jacket? Yeah, we got to work on one. that. We got to work uh, on yeah, that. Yeah, let's, let's do that. Let's do that. Richie, here's the thing about Chef Cheeto. First of all, young man. Very He's young. got his whole life ahead of him, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, yes. Uh, hell, my shoes are older than Chino. I know. <laughs> I'm looking in the rear view mirror more than anything yeah. else. But, he, he, yeah. you know, he's got the future ahead of him. But modest guy extremely it's Roy's trying to pull things Cheeto tell us about this and that yeah yeah Yeah. very humble so it's refreshingly humble it's fun and uh, I love traveling I love working those big events I love being part of something huge like this this is huge for Denver and that's why I love being part of this proper this this group yeah chef's perspective 
Here it is. Uh, have you worked with many gluten-free products? Yeah, before? yeah. We're traveling around, doing a lot of the VAP events. I mean, you got all these allergic. Yeah. You know, allergic to black pepper. I mean, I I ran into that one. You know, but gluten-free everything. You know, it's. Yeah. So, in your estimation, because you had an opportunity to use gluten-free things tonight, yeah. what do you think of the product? Man, I I told I told Rich as soon as I walked in, like. This is good, and it looks good. The product, it looks good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks sexy. Yeah. Great product, I great would, packaging, John. Yeah, that's, I mean, it just, he just kicked it up a notch. Never thought yeah. I'd say this, John, so. but you got a good-looking package. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John, you do have a good-looking package. That's the first thing I noticed about you. Man. Yeah. Jeff, <laughs> thanks so much, man, for cooking yeah, and being man, a part of, being a part of this team. Yeah, we, thank you guys. We love I it love so much. I love being part of this team. So. Chef Cheeto Ariola, right there. John, as we go back to you, John, the owner and baker at Gluten Free Things, dedicated gluten free vegan bakery in Arvada. That's an honor, man. Let me tell you. No, no, no I agree with you 100. I mean, he's tonight. I mean, I've gotten to be more and more, you know, kind of like talking to him and stuff. And you know, he's been here several times. And uh, love what he's got input. He actually had a lot of good input because I was like in a couple situations, like oh, you know, I didn't get get this or I forgot this. So tonight, uh, I actually had forgot my cookies, my red velvet cookies. We were oh. going to do a, we we're going to do red velvet. Well, yeah, but wait, hold on. We're going to do red velvet cookies with a scoop of uh, vanilla gelato you mean, from you, Boulder Ice Cream. No, you ace the red velvet cookies, but you're bringing in pumpkin bread pudding. We're doing a bread pudding. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to see that. It looks phenomenal. Gonna so we're going to put so we're going to put some. Uh, some ice, you know, some gelato on top of that, and then uh, I needed for my deep fried uh, veggies with our all-purpose flour. And actually, our deep fried uh, veggies actually we used holiday. Oh, the whiskey sisters, sisters are here. Oh. In. Come Holy on! Holy cow! Now it's now it's a party. party. If we would have known they were coming, we could have charged right. admission <laughs> for tonight. We could have charged admission. Whiskey sisters, hi. How are you? How are you? Good <laughs> to see you guys. Now, okay, now it's time to get go. Where's Ryan Negley at? Is Ryan Negley in the house? <laughs> He's got to be somewhere. <laughs> Hi. How are you? All right. It's uh, it's heating up right now. Breakfast is served. We're going to go on to lunch. Um, check it out. Facebook. Uh, Facebook Live, the Modern Eater Facebook page. And again, next weekend, we're going to have a painting party. You're going to come help paint, John? My wife won't let me paint. <laughs> okay. That, just, if, just talk to her about painting. If Peg says no painting, then we're not going to have any paint well, either. Yeah, I know. She just bring of... some bread. Back to the point, of, uh, you know, kind of that chef endorsement, uh, Chef Cheeto talking yeah. about that. That's not the only one, man. I mean, we've had Chef Keegan Gerhardt yeah. from Food Network yeah. fame and D mm -hmm. owner of D-Bark. He loves your products as well, John. You have yeah. a, not that it's not bright now, but yeah. you're making strides to yeah. really, really pave the way, in my estimation, with the best gluten-free product well, in the world, I, John. Well, I think we're, we're pretty good. I mean, we do have a good, really, really good product. But again, I go back to my customers. My customers' input has always been uh, a very important part of, I, as I always say, I like liver and onions. Not many people like liver and onions, so I don't base it on what I like. And so my customer, really serious, I talk to my customers, you know me, I talk and kid with my customers. All the time I ask them, what do you think? How can we do improvements? And I mean, this has been going over since 2012. Sure. But uh, now, yeah, we've been getting some great feedback on our packaging. And stuff, and then eventually, what's going to happen? Six of our breads are actually in our new packaging. What we're going to do next is to have our two to three month shelf life. What we're going to try to achieve: never freeze, never freeze your your bread or anything like that. But then we'll start into some other different little things, uh, different kinds of cupcakes, different kinds, you know, just 
Yeah. But but you got to concentrate on what we're doing. You know what I like to see? Yep. That what what you're growing on your yeah. your your new labeling. It's not a finished product. So many people jump into this and they're selling mixes. They don't. Yeah. It's it's a partial solution. You are selling. You're offering someone yeah. an incredible solution that is available immediately. Well, here's here's one of the things is with respect to this packaging. Okay, is that where I'm going? Let to me do hold your package. That's a good one, right? <laughs> don't, let my, don't, let, don't let my wife. You know, and hear that. we're only 25, 27 minutes into this show. That's this right. is, is going to be a fun one. I feel but, good tonight. But, <laughs> but here's the thing: is that pretty soon, within the next three to six months, you'll actually be able to take the flour home and make our bread at home. We're doing our testing That's right great. now, so nice. especially for folks who love to bake. Yeah. Well, and then you can start adding inclusions, different things in it. You can have a lot of fun with well, that. Well, with our cookie doughs and our muffin doughs and all that kind of stuff, we're finishing our packaging on that. We actually, we're going to do our scoop and scoop and bake uh, doughs for our cookies and our muffins. And eventually, down a long time down the road, you'll be able to actually, I hope, to be able to buy our dough already made. You can buy our pizza dough already made, not baked, and all that kind of stuff. It works fine, but when you come to loaves of bread and stuff, it's a totally different science on it. But, home run, home yeah. run, John. We'll yeah. get there. We'll get there. Uh, yeah. One of the nicest guys you'll come across. I encourage you. I mean, the website's great. I like the personal thing. Go up and meet John at Gluten-Free yeah. Things in Arvada. Just Google Gluten-Free Things and you'll find it. He, he's a, um, a longtime supporter of the Modern Eater Show. You want to talk about family-owned and operated, um, local, all of the things that we look at as yeah. we vet out businesses to be on the Modern Eater Show. There's John Irvin. He always steps up to the plate. Yeah. Appreciate you, John. Well, thank you very much. But only always warn the people that come into my shop that their arm may be sore when they walk out because I'll talk it off. <laughs> I thought that because they'd be carrying a lot of gluten-free well, products. Well, that's, that's the other arm. I always wear off, you know, right arms. John, thank you so much. Uh, no problem. You. Continued success. Thank there he is, thank John you. Irvin. He's back to the kitchen right there. Uh, looking forward to the Philly cheesesteaks. We've got oh, Western Meat man. that signed up yes. for the meats. That is going to be good. And speaking of that, Damon Stano is going to come on next from Western Meats. Looking forward Careful to this. Careful with that wine, Damon. We'll take a break, <laughs> a quick turnaround. We'll come back here from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman in China. Be back next week. And Little Rich Schneider right here all together as we should be. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website themoderneater.com. If you've got a business and need a website or need a graphic designer, F. Johnson Design does it all. Take the headache out of trying to build your own website or design graphics. Who has time for that? F. Johnson Design will get you up and running with a professional and great-looking website. Design sharp graphics to your specifications and have your site up faster than you think. Logo, package design, SEO coding, and more. F. Johnson Design did the Modern Eater's website. Go to themoderneater.com to check out some of their work reach out to f johnson design at f do you have the goods jay parker here for the goods restaurant if you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items stop by the goods whether you're a vegetarian vegan gluten-free or even a meat lover they've got something for everyone get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos warm corn tortillas wood oven roasted veggies pickled onions shaved radish tomatillo fresh cilantro and a house-made vegan sour cream wow how about the best burger 
on planet Earth. One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options. And they don't forget about the meat lovers with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com. Hey, it's Peter Allman with South River Aquaponics. As a chef and aquaponics farmer, I get the importance of conserving our limited water supply. Did you know Colorado is suffering from the most severe drought since 2012? Water shortages are very real, especially to Colorado farmers. Now here's the good news. Aquaponic farming uses 90% less water than traditional farming, while producing four and a half times more food per square foot. Using traditional farming techniques, farmers would flood their fields with large quantities of water, leaving much of this water underutilized and just plain wasted. But because aquaponics is a recirculating system, the only water used is what the plants uptake and some very minor evaporation. South River Aquaponics has been running a 55,000-gallon system year-round for four years, and we use less than 500 gallons of water per day. Education is very important to us here at South River Aquaponics. I invite you to learn more about aquaponics at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. Okay, back to Studio Kitchen Colorado momentarily, but I have to tell you about another really cool family-owned and operated hyper-local business. It's A-Plus Beverage Solutions. You ask me, Greg, what does A-Plus Beverage Solutions do? Well, they do the best custom tap installs that you could possibly have, breweries, bars, restaurants. They're in love with Jeff Rourke and Kristen Rourke from A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Again, a family-owned and operated business, 20 years doing tap systems. He wants you to have an A-plus on your report card. What kind of report card do you need? You need to pour efficient beer. There's nothing worse than going into a brewery, a bar, or a restaurant with a little bit of mileage on them, and they're pouring inefficient beer. Foam comes out. The temperatures are off. It's just very tacky, and it doesn't help your bottom line either. If you're pouring inefficient beer, what are you doing, boys? You're pouring Pouring your money down the drain. Please do not pour your money down the drain. Just get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Grab a pen. I'm going to give you this man's phone number. You can call him right up at 720-272-3809. Again, A-Plus Beverage Solutions and Jeff Rourke. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Ciao a tutti. It's Elise Wiggins. You want me to go ahead and do it? And Tattoo Bella, the chef of the year from Eater Denver. One more time, one more time. And you are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Elise Wiggins, Chef Elise Wiggins. She's such a sweetheart. Talking about uh, the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Thanks for joining us here this Saturday evening. It means a lot to us, and you can check us out live on the Modern Eater Facebook page and uh, doing live video right here, watching the chefs cook, seeing the guests. Got Jay Parker running around. All's well in the world as we continue with Western Meats and Damon Stano. Damon, welcome to the Modern Eater Show. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for having me tonight. <laughs> Good to see you. I love his smile, man. You know, know. it's just, he's, he's a, a happy guy. Type of people you want to be around. Oh, yeah, I love this. Yeah, your second time here. Yep. Glad coming you, back. Glad you came back. Yeah, Keep coming you. back, Dan. Opportunity to get you on the show. First of all, you brought some meat with you. What would you bring tonight? So tonight I brought 
Philly, sli Philly steak, sliced ribeye. Uh, it's going to be awesome for you Let's guys. Uh, hey, uh, how's the steak from Western Meats, uh, Cheeto? Oh, man, I tried it too. That's John. He ate it raw. Like, he's like, that's a really good beef, man. Uh, why am I not surprised? <laughs> he's I'm not surprised at all. fish eyeballs and everything. So it's great <laughs> yeah. quality beef, man. I loved it. It's, I tasted it like John did too. It's carpaccio style. It's good. It's Delicious really good flavor. Stuff. Tender. Yeah. What Delicious. do you know about uh, Western? I... Well, I met him, uh, what, a month ago or a month and a half ago, yep, but I didn't know he before. had beef, so now I do. <laughs> let's let's yeah, talk to him. What's the Cheeto, what's the first question you would ask a guy that you just met I that mean, you know? just, the, like, well, I met him last time, but talking about, like, culinary part, you know, like, the beef, you know, is it local, is it uh, from here, uh, where do you get you know, the beef, you know, right. how is that? Great do question, quality? Cheeto. Do you have so quality about that in here? We source directly from ranches. Depending on what the west restaurants want, we go in and oh, thank you. <laughs> and uh, we can go any grade, any type of beef based on your menu. So if you want grass-fed, we can source it for you. Oh, so you have variety Correct. of beef. So it's yes. not all grass-fed. So you, you probably green. do graze. You probably do grass-fed, grass-finish, grass-fed, corn-finish, corn-fed, corn-finish. All of the above. <laughs> yeah. We can bring in Wagyu. If you got enough money, I'll bring in Kobe for you. <laughs> so you're sourcing it. You're right. sourcing Correct. the good stuff. Right. Um, That's as, awesome. As far as the, your capabilities from Western Meat, you just mentioned that um, here's what we can do. But what, what are your specialties? What, are, what What's really selling for you? So what we, we specialize in the Mexican segment. So we slice beef, pork, chicken, Milanese style. We dice pork for green chili. We do a lot of that in this town. Oh, wow. uh, yeah. We service direct to restaurants. We do wholesale. And that's our that's basically our bread and butter business. Uh, we've been doing that for 42 years and the Mexican segment is so big in Colorado. Wow, that's really good. Good to know. Yeah. I have no idea that you guys had it. So now you got to look into you know, your company, because uh, we're also trying to move up, bring in better quality, bring in local stuff. So yeah. sure. now you're telling me that I'm a, yeah. there's something we can talk after the yeah. show. Absolutely. Now, here's the other thing. You guys, your family, Western Meat, is no flash in the pan. How long have you guys been doing this? So we've been in business for 42 years here in the Denver metro wow. area. Wow. My father, Tony Stano, started the company in 1976. And he started in the back of a 1974-73 Chevy Chevelle, picking up meat, delivering it to restaurants in the back of the truck. Fast forward 10 years, we're in a meat processing facility, breaking down sides of beef, sides of half pork, uh, servicing all the restaurants and wholesalers like Shamrock Foods, Cisco, U.S. Wow. Foods, and Denver. And then go into the 2000s, we started to get into value-add, so we start cooking, we're doing barbacoa, carnitas, that's in the Mexican segment, yeah. all the way into doing pre-cooked uh, parts for restaurants where you come in with your recipe mm -hmm. and tell me what you want, and then I sign, and we make your recipes in-house and then distribute sure. it. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's, Boy, that's uh, got to be so exploding convenient. right now. Because yeah, no one's convenient got, for uh, all the restaurants. Well, specialty, you know. Yeah. Uh, the, the labor market is so taxed right now in mm -hmm. the front range. So when you're a chef and you own a restaurant and you can't get prep cooks in in the morning, we come in, we say, hey, we'll make your items, we'll package it for you, and then you just do the final assembly at the restaurant. It eliminates an enormous amount of stress. Uh, quality control is there. 
everything, food safety, we cover it, mm-hmm. and that's huge today. How about end consumer? Can folks uh, that are in the shot of our voice that aren't in the industry, are they able to get Western Meats products? Soon. We are getting ready in the next two months to launch some of our products. We're going to go retail, and we're going to launch them direct sales via Shopify. Yeah. We're also going to have a couple items that will be in the specialty stores in Colorado, possibly into the Kroger's. We'll see how that goes. It's a tough space to be in that retail yeah. space. We yeah. talk about that all the time, yeah, Rich. It is very um, tough. But when you have when you have a good product, and especially you're kind of making these products, so it's a no-brainer for anybody that's cooking it. Right. Um, and I think that that's the jump ahead with that. I mean, probably maybe yeah. Marzix will see it, something like that. We're going in. So we we I've teamed up with a chef from New York. His name is Bobby Mandel, and he's bringing so much talent into our company that we're diversifying what we're doing and. He's really going to bring together, we're going to launch a vegan line, which is weird because we're a meat company, <laughs> right? But it's called Not Amita. And when we launch this, this will be retail. And it's a sliced, basically, deli that's vegetarian. We do, in the Mexican segment, we'll do a green chili crumble for tacos. Uh, currently, there's one restaurant in Colorado that buys some from us. Um, we got an Italian version, a Mediterranean, so it does a pizza topping. It's a pasta topping, so instead of Italian sausage crumbles, these are vegan. Fantastic. Wow. This is coming from a meat company. Way to cover it, yeah. Yeah. Way to cover it. You know, listen, first of all, you're just a great guy. Is Tony still around with us? Tony is. Tony is. Yeah. Love to meet Tony sometime. I'll drag him down. It's his 74th birthday on Saturday. Oh, happy birthday, Tony. Tomorrow, sorry. So, yeah. Tomorrow, Sunday. Sunday. He looks great for 74. He's crushing it. Oh, my gosh. He just got back from Reno two, uh, like three nights ago, and apparently he's going every two weeks. Be notes to me. Hey, keep <laughs> it going, They're Tony. a beautiful keep family. Keep it going. <laughs> Truly a beautiful family. Family owned and operated. There you go. They're local as well. It's uh, Western Meats. That's the voice of Damon Stano. Hey, listen, I'd say uh, good luck, but I'm just going to say continued success. Awesome. Thank yeah, you. Remember good us you. when you, you know, when you're yeah, huge when you and everything. Big. You know, don't, right. don't you forget to big. come down. When I retire my villa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Damon, are you a good cook? I can cook. You can cook. You bet. He's I, up next. I love that. Well, if you can't, there's some folks that are here that can help us out with that. And Lance Lewis, Chef Lance Lewis and Lindsay Reese, they're going to come up next and talk about Cook Street School of Culinary Arts. That's up next right here. We'll take a quick turnaround. Come back from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. So glad you can join us right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website themoderneater.com. If you plan on selling a home, listen to this important message from Rex. There's no longer any reason to pay 6% to sell your home. Introducing Rex. Rex sells homes for the lowest fee in the industry. 2% total. Saving consumers thousands of dollars per transaction. With Rex, you get a full-service team backed by technology. They don't market homes the way traditional agents do. Rex uses a data-driven process to attract hundreds of qualified buyers directly to your home the moment it goes on the market. And Rex charges only 2% total, not the 6% commission your local broker expects. To get started, call now at 720-586-4006. For a limited time, new sellers receive an additional $500 home improvement gift card for signing up with Rex. 
Sign up today. Offer expires 1130. To get started, call now at 720-586-4006. License number 1000077876. $500 promotion subject to listing going live on the market and may require a designated listing start date. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale. Taste lavender tripel and the distinctive horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully source spices and herbs, enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, Look us up online at SojournerBeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. Hey Colorado, this is Brian Freeman, owner of Growers Organic and a host on the Modern Eater Talk Show. Growers Organic is a Colorado sourcing company who provides Colorado's greatest chefs with the best organic produce. I've been partnering with local and regional farms for the last 20 years and our returning customers know they can count on us over and over again. Chefs who receive the highest rating on Good Food 100 choose Growers Organic for their organic produce needs because we're experts at bridging the gap between the farm and the table. Join us in the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. The ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen. Brought to you by Gluten-Free Things. A dedicated gluten-free and vegan bakery in Arvada. Yes, it is, and here we go, continuing on and in the kitchen, and truly we are. Studio Kitchen Colorado, that's the place to be right now. And just a lively crowd here tonight, enjoying all the food and beverages. Rich, it's a good time tonight. Every Saturday is like an immense Thanksgiving here. The voice of hospitality, and we are for the people. I mean, truly, we love to hear uh, about local businesses, their plight, what they're doing, how they purvey things, their innovation, um, just uh, truly all of it. And here's a good one because uh, I've actually been wanting to do this for a while and, and uh, heads up to Jay, Parker's, Jay Parker for getting it done. 
Cook Street School of Culinary Arts on deck right now. And uh, Chef Lance Lewis, first of all, welcome to the Modern Eater Show. Thank you. Appreciate you being here. Lindsay Reese, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Well, good to see you guys. And we're going to dig in right now. Uh, First of all, what do you think of the kitchen, our little home? This is fantastic. We're just getting going. It's outstanding. Isn't this fun? It is. How long have you guys been here? Just about a month and a half. Oh, new. Not long. Yeah. So we're just getting our bear, you know, outfitting. We, We go slow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, look at us. <laughs> yeah, we don't look like there's nothing fast about us right yeah. here. Um, but what is going fast is Cook Street School of Col- Culinary Arts. And uh, I don't know where to begin. I guess I'll just uh, begin with you. Um, tell me, Lindsay, first of all, what do you do at Cook Street? Well, I'm one of the uh, one of the new owners, um, actually. So my father and I came in in May and took over majority ownership of the school. Mm-hmm. Um so that's been a, a pretty good uh, size transition for myself. Um, no industry background or anything like that, um, but incredible group of people to work with. So I'm uh, essentially kind of the operator, school director, and marketer. You're just getting your bearings now. Yep, yep. Trying just to figure out how it all works. Right in. I love it, <laughs> yeah. and, and that's the way that it should be as well. Uh, so as you're getting your bearings, can you tell us a little bit about Cook Street itself? Absolutely. So uh, the school is almost 20 years old. They opened up in 1999, right downtown Denver. We're right by Lodos, um, in Lodos, and right by the Coors Field. They've been teaching uh, professional culinary school for almost 20 years, and um, it's kind of gone through some transitions, but right now our program is 16-week uh, intensive program. You start out with three weeks of wine, which is always a, a good way to start a program. Yeah, no kidding. No fight in there to yeah, get Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, then you have about a week and a half of kind of just learning the ropes of the kitchen, serve safe, all of that jazz. And then it's right into the kitchens. And we have three kitchens in the uh, in the school, and uh, the students break into groups every day and do different types of cooking, different menus. They do meal planning. Um, they pair wines with lunch every day. Um, and then at the end of the end of the term, that we actually have restaurant week where we bring in, we invite friends and family in, and. They create a whole menu. They do all the planning, the cooking, the serving, um, all of that. So it's a pretty fun, like, family environment, really great area. From soup to nuts. Wow. I mean, yeah. you just cover it all. So who, who's your student? It kind of it kind of varies. I'm not going to lie. Uh, right now, our students are kind of that um, older, you know, either career changers or end of career, mm-hmm. just looking for that passion that they've always wanted to do, you mm-hmm. know, have the time, kids are out of the sc- out of, out of house and stuff like that. So that's kind of right now who our, our group is. Are they looking to cook better at home or are they trying to get into the industry or a mixture of both? A mixture of both. Of both. So gotcha. we have uh, kind of just want to get better at home, but we do have some of our students that either want to stay and instruct, so stay within the school, mm-hmm much like uh, uh, Chef Lance here, um, or just go, you know, be a caterer, private chef, things like that. So, you know, right now we have um, a couple that are going to be in the restaurant industry, like in the kitchen, um, but a lot of them are going to be kind of on the outskirts and, and just be a better, better cook. I love it. So before we move forward, how can people get a hold of you to be able to sign up to participate absolutely we uh, our website is www.cookstreet.com um, facebook instagram we have a direct line to our admissions um, officer and so kind of 
you know, all the usual suspects have had it have, have that way. I love it. Um, before we move on, we do have two other aspects of the school that I do want to mm -hmm. talk about. One is um, our recreational cooking classes. Mm -hmm. So nightly cooking classes. Tonight we're doing date night Southwest. Um, Chef Lance is one of our chef instructors for those classes. So last night was sushi. Um, we have a Thanksgiving feast coming up. And one of the big ones next weekend, we're actually partnering with Jagged Mountain to do um, Bites and Brews brunch. So we're going to cook with beer, and we're going to do a brunch theme menu. Don't go far, Jay. I want to ask. Let, let's get Jay in there. Okay. Here I am. Let's get Jay Hi, in Jay. and then we can see. <laughs> Chef Lance, you get a guy like Jay in off the street who's a self-proclaimed, like, a burrito microwaver. And he... <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a little <laughs> that's, not, that's not a stretch, is it? Well, I mean, I've done that. I yeah, wish I, I was at that level. I choose that more than I do with... But with point being, Chef, Chef Lance, you get all walks of life. Right? Absolutely. And, you know, that's half the fun of the job that I do. I mean, prime example is our date nights. We end up with couples where both people love to cook. We end up with couples that one person loves to cook and somebody got dragged along. Either way, they can have one of the couples can enjoy cooking as much as they want or as little as they want. And the other one can sit back and have wine. Either way, at the end of the day, everybody eats and it's delicious. Those are a blast. Yeah, I, I've done a couple of them down there and yeah. they're amazing. It's 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 probably one of the funnest things and especially bang for the buck. Yeah, you you can't beat it. Have you ever Absolutely. had a, a couple get into an argument or a dispute during the class? Um, I will not and confirm so, nor deny yeah. that. <laughs> that's so, right. Can I have details? Usually I'm on saute yeah. at yeah. home. Yeah, that's right. Could, could you step aside? Yeah. No, or, you burn the toast at home? Yeah. You burn the toast at class? Yeah. Hey, Jimmy, come on. You know you're no good at that. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the beauty is, you know, we just offer them more wine, and they have yeah. a wonderful time. Friendly competition. Everybody moves it over. Everybody goes home happy. <laughs> what a cool concept, you guys. And I want to really uh, actually see your kitchens. I'm sure it blows this away. Oh, it's incredible. We're just a, studio kitchen. You guys are um, always welcome to come down. We would love to see Absolutely. what you're doing there, yeah. the facility, and maybe even get to play around a little bit. We'll we'd, we'd love, and if you guys ever wanted to do a little bit bigger of a show, maybe we could, uh, you know, done and done. do it there. We'll, we'll transfer it on over. Absolutely. Be fun. We love remote broadcasts. Perfect. So I'm the guy. You don't look to me to cook. Wait, or you mop well, too. But yeah, I mop. No, Jay, you've been doing well. You've been making a lot of soups. Uh, bone broth from our fairy gut mother oh, gave yeah, you a couple I, I recipes. Did I did that like twice, and then I just keep reposting it. <laughs> so, so it looks like I'm active. That's ah. funny. I put different filters on it, and I just re-release it. Richie, like a good co-host, you've got a calendar of events. Oh, I'm pulling what up. Are you it seeing? looks like it's later this flush. week you've, you're doing a Thanksgiving dinner. Mm -hmm. uh, looks like you've got a little tour of Italy and a tour of France coming up. Uh, tell us a little bit about those. Um, so with the... Uh, with the uh, Italian and French nights, I mean, more or less, we uh, we break those down into different regions of Italy and France. Uh, primarily Italy, we do northern, southern. Uh, you know, southern Italy is obviously a lot more of the flavors of the Mediterranean, where mm -hmm. northern Italy is a lot of your heavier, creamier-based sauces. And um, in, in France, we, uh, again, stick uh, a little bit more to the Mediterranean side, and then we do get into, like... Um, the Bordeaux region, 
Um, and in those classes, you know, we definitely stick to a little bit heavier items with the uh, That's Northern incredible. French. Now, what, what kind of time investment are people looking at when you go to I think it was about a two, maybe three hour? Uh, it's it's three, close to four hours. I will, I will advise people, have a heavy snack before you come. <laughs> yeah, because it takes a little while until you yeah. start eating yeah. because you're preparing. Don't everything. get hangry. Don't come yeah. and get hangry on us. Uh, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no, they are fun. They've got a, one heck of a kitchen yeah. down there. It's beautiful. Who comes up with the themes? Is that your uh, work, handiwork, Lindsay? No? Do not look my way for that. <laughs> no? Uh-uh. Let's come up with a Very theme night the right now. <laughs> um, so do you do, do any that? Colorado dinners? Absolutely. We have we have done that in the past, I want to say. That would be that um, would meet, need to be a, a, do a hyper-local yeah. Colorado dinner. But, uh, but definitely just right off the top of my head, if we were going to do a Colorado dinner, obviously... You would have to do something with lamb. You would have to do something with green chili. You know, you would have to bring in the flavors of Colorado. I like you, Chef Lewis. Yep. <laughs> I mean, see, I just, I just want to go and learn some things from you. I just seem very approachable, nice guy. Same with Lindsey Reese. Uh, catching up with Cook Street School of Culinary Arts right here on the Modern Eater Show. Uh, so what have we left out? What is it that you really would like? I always say to business owners like yourself, Lindsay, I'm going to give you a 30-second elevator speech. We're getting on at floor one. I'm getting off at 12. You get to tell me about your business. How would you go about and approach that? Well, we were talking about that a little bit earlier today. And uh, because Cook Street has been around for almost 20 years, we have been a staple of Denver for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we like to think that we really helped influence the scene, the restaurant scene, the food scene that is there today. That was Chef Lance's uh, influence there. Um, you know, really just bringing that home family lifestyle, uh, breaking down the, the intimidation factor of food and making it very approachable, very easy, um, things that people can do at home that they would never otherwise do. So that, mm-hmm. um, you know, and on the flip side, we have private events. So Always welcome to host your holiday party, your birthday party. I think someone around here was talking about having her baby shower there. Which, now that's cool. Yeah, yeah, things like that. And we're, we we can pretty much um, customize anything, whether it's a date night, cooking class, private event. Um, it's super customizable. Our chefs are amazing at creating really fun uh, ideas. Cook Street, there for all of your culinary needs, you know. There uh, it is. I mean... And, uh, gosh, usually, Rich, we go to our homework, we'll go down, and we'll see the business. We should have been to Cook Street first, but I promise I you it's at the top of our list. Next Sunday, come to Bites and Brews. Jagged will be there. Chad with Jagged will be there. We'll have amazing beer. We'll have amazing food. It'll be right before the Broncos game, so it won't interfere with any of your day schedule. I love it. <laughs> Sounds perfect. What do you look forward to the most as far as um, teaching and education? Um, you know, really? I, I just love telling people what it is I'm doing and why I'm doing it. And, you know, I, I love when people get it. Like, you can see mm-hmm. that look on their mm-hmm. face like, all these years I thought souffles were hard. And it's not that hard. Found the right job. Yeah. Go see him, Cook Street School of Culinary Arts. And thanks so much, Chef Lance Lewis, for taking the time. And Lindsey Reese. Um, go get them, guys. Thank you, guys. It's go been fun. Them. Thank you very Have much. Fun. There they go. Uh, so they're going to continue on, and, and they've got something on our. They're going to make house-made uh, sausage for us here this evening in the second hour. So check that out on Facebook Live. I think we're on time here. How much time will we have back there, studio? What's that? Ten seconds. All right. Five seconds. You're good at hitting those Coming marks. back up, we're going to do um, some booze. Coming up next, it's the second hour of the Modern Eater.
How about a bite to eat? It's time for the second course, hour number two of The Modern Eater. What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're getting to the good stuff. With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Right here, live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Check us out on Facebook Live. We're doing that as well. Thank you so much for tuning in with us this evening. It's been an action-packed show and just great guests here with us. The cooking continues. Uh, uh, Looks like Philly cheesesteaks are coming up on deck. Brian Freeman, he's in China. He'll be back next week. Jay Parker's running around. And Little Rich Snyder, he's going to take a seat because he doesn't drink. And so that leaves an opportunity for us to bring in our co-host for the second hour. This is a treat. I didn't even expect him that they'd show up. And uh, the Onmocks, the sisters, mostly known as the Whiskey Sisters. Here they are, Amen. Stephanie Amen. and Felicia. Brother. How are you, ladies? We're doing fantastic. This is cool. We keep you guessing. Uh, wine. Will they show up or not? Usually it's whiskey, right? Uh, but yes. tonight we're going to do wine, then beer, then okay. whiskey. That could make for a rowdy second hour of the modern You may have to vote us show. off. It's going to get crazy. <laughs> no, you're going to be fine. All right, you guys want to introduce our guests, or should we do this? You see where it says 7 p.m. on the board? It's from uh, Kingman Estates Winery. Doug Kingman. And Brandon Camp. And Brandon Camp. Amen. Thank you for showing up. I'm just going to go away. There I think go. this could be a really interesting interview. <laughs> just you four right here. But wine, uh, wine's something that we've wanted to do. A, we're very hyper-local. Um, not a lot of really hyper-local wine, although uh, Carolyn Joy Fontenot from uh, Joy Wine and Spirits, she really enjoys the local stuff, too, and she brought some local wine over for us to enjoy. But anytime I get a chance, and this is what, uh, why this is a pleasure, but um, Kingman Estates Winery, it's a local winery. And, Doug, uh, let's just dig in. What do you think? Well, I think... Colorado wine is kind of an undiscovered wine in Colorado itself. And sometimes it gets a bad rap, and we're going to dispel all of those things. Indeed. Some years ago, evidently, there was one or two bad wines that somebody, a lot of people drank, and that's all they remember. It's a, it's fabulous wine now all across Colorado. 150 different wineries making wine, and very good wines. So being Doug Kingman, I'm assuming you have a little something to do with Kingman. Well, with my wife, Karen, we run the winery and try to do everything, including sweep the floor. So just like Alice in Wonderland, let's start from the beginning. Uh, How long have you been around? We've been making wine for eight years. Eight years. We started up in Palisade with a little barn up there. We thought we were going to grow grapes and make wine there and didn't work out for us. It's a long commute from Denver to Palisade every weekend, so we decided we'd just buy grapes from great great growers and make our wine here in Denver. That's fantastic. Where's the winery? 64th and Washington Street, just north of the I-25, I-70 intersection. So locally here, uh, you guys can go at tasting room? Yes, sir. Tasting rooms open Friday nights and then Saturday and Sunday, 12 to 5. Whiskey Sisters, do you get down on wine at all, ever? There's a we p- do. We do. We're not, we're not totally like, it's not just about whiskey, it's about other stuff too. That's why you're here. Yes. That's why we appreciate this. <laughs> What's the first thing you would ask about wine, guys? Well, always where it's grown and who are your farmers. So talk about your farmers. So there's about 13 different vineyards in Palisade we buy from. And each one of them has a slightly different area, and their grapes are slightly little different because of the soil and the climate. So it's, uh, it's a great variety of grapes, which enables us to blend them together and make some really extraordinary wines. 
What kind of grapes are you growing? We have Cabernet Franc, which we're tasting here tonight. That's really which, good. Which is my favorite red yeah. wine of all of them. Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, um, Viognier, Chardonnay, Riesling. Pretty full spectrum of wines from most people recognize. And then some that people don't know, like Chamberson and Marquette and um, a few other varietals like that that grow in cold climates. Can you explain the ones that people don't know as well? well because I don't know how many wine snots are out there, but I haven't heard of those. Well, they're hybrids, and they're designed to grow in cold climates so that, you know, we have pretty harsh weather here. And just a, just a very small part of Colorado can grow most vinifera grapes, but hybrid grapes can grow where it's colder. So we can have more acreage under cultivation of vines so we can make more wine. So growing conditions, which is an interesting proposition here in Colorado, you have your varietals, which will be a region, then you have your varieties, which would be within the region itself. But the growing climate, it's ever-changing, and we see that with crops every year here in Colorado to where the growing season may be cut short, uh, you may get a freeze. Uh, The consistency of Colorado wine, is it there? That's part of the challenge and maybe the beauty of Colorado wine because every year we don't know what we're going to get. Mm-hmm. The 2014, there weren't hardly any grapes because of the freeze. The last several years have been phenomenal. Great weather, longer seasons, getting really good fruit, and it's making extraordinary wines. So as we've seen, a lot of farms, especially in Palisades and just outside of Palisade, um, you'll find that there are some orchards that are apple orchard and they're looking to get into grapes yes um is it a growing type of thing here in colorado we're figuring out we can actually do this and yield an amount to make it so that 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 land is profitable for not only the farmer but the the winery themselves it's a growing thing and they're starting to figure out that they can make money at it right now some of them make more money at peaches but vineyards last longer than peach trees and there's a growing demand for wine so more grapes are going to go under cultivation, and we're going to see an increase in Colorado wine and availability of Colorado grapes. It'd be really cool to see, um, you know, obviously synonymous with Palisade is peaches. It'd yes. be really cool to see grapes synonymous with yes. that as well. That's yeah, my how goal. Do, how do we get there? Colorado wine has to be for the people, and we have to have more people know about Colorado wine, taste it, and realize how good it is. Thank you for having us here to introduce sure. it to people. And the more people that know about Colorado wine and purchase it and, t- and find they like it, the better the industry will do. And so it's our job is to introduce everyone to good Colorado wine, great Colorado wine. So just a random question. What's the grape that does best in Colorado? Given the great climate question. conversation, is there one grape over another that tends to just really sparkle? There's several that do really well in Colorado. Riesling is one white wine grape that just grows phenomenally well here. They can grow a lot of Riesling in a lot of parts of Colorado. And Cabernet Franc is another one that does very well here. Kind of a lesser known red wine, but we're drinking it now. And Cheers. It's fantastic. Cheers. It tastes yes. awesome. It's delicious. And so yeah, it's, it's got really a great good. nose on it. Those are the two I think do the very best in Colorado. Okay. There's others that do ex- as well. But those are the two I like to focus on. Oh, as I'm sip- as we're, as we're yeah. sipping on our wine, delicious yeah. wine. Yeah. Um, so a lot, of, you know, a lot of the models, and you'll see wineries here in Denver, Colorado. But what I really like about what you're doing is, are you using exclusive Colorado wine? Exclusive Colorado wine. We make only only Colorado grapes. That's fantastic. That's why we work with so many different vineyards, so we can get enough grapes for what we do. All right, time for the uh, 30-second elevator. So you, you haven't had much time to talk. Uh, I know. What, this what this would guy's you, got nothing. What so, would you like to say? So I wanted to touch on what Doug said about getting the grapes and the wine out to the masses. We are the first and only Colorado box wine, and that's Doug's vision to 
to basically get this in front of more people. And it, it's gone so well. We're in over 400 accounts in Colorado. And this box wine, the big hat, it's available in bottles and boxes, so it's not a lesser product like other box wines. This is the top tier product from Colorado. And I love the packaging as well. Mm -hmm. um, we do this so more people can enjoy it. When I was a kid growing up, there was always a, a poster, which I love. You guys remember Nagel's? Do you remember the, the artist, Nagel, and he drew the lady all the time? Yes. It is, do you yes. remember that? It, That's yep. kind of what that uh, reminded oh, me of yeah. when I love saw that. that. Uh, very well, and cool. I being from the fashion industry, that's totally at my alley. That is? Yeah. Oh, yes, of course. All right, 30-second elevator speech. Why should people try your wine and come visit you at Kingman Winery? We are from Colorado. We are for Colorado. We love Colorado. <laughs> this is Colorado wine. We, we are intentionally driving always to make it better and better all the time. So come by, see where it is. You're going to be part of the evolution as this wine continues to get better and becomes world class. Amen. Yeah, here's what I'd like to say to you. Uh, because that fits our vetting process, I think you should keep us stocked up here with Kingman <laughs> Wine <laughs> at the yeah, Modern Eater. What do you think? Let's yes. do that. All right, cheers to you guys. Cheers to that. Cheers. Thanks for coming it's on always this Always being at the Modern Eater Studios. <laughs> that's right. Thank you guys so much. Uh, that's fantastic. We do a lot of beer. We do a lot of spirits. Wine less, and I, I know a little bit to be dangerous, but wine less because it's so hard to find that We need Colorado to come around flex. and talk about it more. I think you yes, really definitely. should. Uh, thank you, Doug Kingman and uh, Kingman Estates Winery. Uh, that's the voice there. If you missed any or all of this, you can uh, check it out on the Modern Eater Facebook page as we uh, stream live as well. We're going to switch gears to beer. Do you appreciate beer? Do you appreciate spirits, Doug? I do. I think in everything there's a case for in the right time for everything. <laughs> oh, is this true? Uh, no wine before it's time. Very much so. If you try to drink a wine early, it just doesn't work. Got to wait for I think it. it. And I think that happens with most things, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know what they are, but Maybe you're not. probably right. <laughs> Mic drop right there. All right, 715, William Martinez. I like this guy a lot. He's a really cool brewer. Uh, William Martinez from Holiday Brewing Company, a dedicated gluten-free brewing company in Golden, Colorado. The story is great. We'll catch up with him. William Martinez next. We'll continue on the Whiskey Sisters co-hosting right here in the second hour of the Modern Eater Show, live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers in Denver. Fall's finally here, and for me, that means it's time to cozy up to a Brews Beer and get into some rich fall flavors. Belgian-style doubles, pumpkin spice brown ale, rich dark quadruples, and tasty triples are perfect for cooler weather. We make nothing but badass Belgian-style beers. Check out our social media reviews, then come in and see what everyone's talking about. We're at 67th and Pecos in North Denver, about 10 minutes north of downtown. With the holidays coming up, we'll soon be releasing some very special beers, including our famous Belgian-style champagne beer. Planning a holiday party or family get-together? Brews Beers has everything you need to make it a great event. Brews Beers, spelled B-R-U-Z, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. Check us out at brewsbeers.com. We're dog-friendly with food trucks every day. So come on in and experience some Belgian-style badassery. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. 
Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny. We all love Belgian beer. Brewmaster at Brews Beers. What the f***'s wrong with you? <laughs> You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Oh boy, here we go. Live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, the Modern Eater Show as we continue. This is a cool one. Holiday Brewing Company. Uh, we always enjoy having William Martinez with us. Uh, William, brewing good beer, man. Thank you, man. Keeping at it. Have you met the Whiskey Sisters? No, I have not. Well, you just Hi. you just Hello. got a little. You, you got an introduction. A little crash <laughs> course. My favorite is stout. I'm gonna open the stout. Is that cool? Yes, please enjoy. I'm some. gonna put it right next to the microphone so everybody can Let's hear it. the joy of opening. Oh, oh hot yeah! Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, God. That's what a beer sounds like when you open it. <laughs> Good, delish, right? I remember yeah. the first yeah. time I opened a beer. Stephanie, Yo, did it sound like that? Did it sound like that? <laughs> no, 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 no. It sounded like that. Okay. It was Zima for me, though. <laughs> Zima. Oh, that goes way do they still back. make that? That goes way back. Well, when you're 100 years do. old with Jolly Ranchers. I mean, come on. You guys didn't put Jolly Ranchers mm, in your Zima? No. Okay. No. Small town thing. Well, I have Jolly Rancher stories, but not with Zima. <laughs> I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Le- that's the voice of Little Rich Schneider, everybody. Rockalitas tortillas. But let me just back up. <laughs> Hold on. We just opened that. We tasted it. And that it was good. It's legit good. The stout. I opened the stout. Thank you. That's kind of my go-to. My pleasure. Delicious. Thank you. So, William Martinez. It's, it, see the smiling faces? Oh, the man. ladies are enjoying your the beer. The ladies are enjoying it. Um, that's what it's really are all about, right? Making delicious beer that's enjoyable by all. Absolutely. It is... Um, it's an absolute pleasure making this stuff. It's just fun science. It's everyday learning new stuff. I got lots of leeway because it's a it's a new new industry. It's fun. I really like doing this. Gluten free, ladies. What do it you think? It is gluten free. That's awesome. Well, so you know the little deep dark secret. I'm a gluten free. I prefer to eat gluten free. I feel best at gluten free. So I'm excited to find a beer like this. And so I was looking at your ingredients right now, and I see millet is your number one ingredient. So yep. tell us more about that, because we actually grow millet um, and farm, and yeah. share that with our distillers. So where do so, you find your millet? Uh, we actually source our grain from Grouse Malting up in Fort Collins. I was wondering. They're an amazing malting awesome. company who does a fantastic job with getting different roasts, flavors, from everything that I can... I can really get to experiment with and try new things and and brew new different types of beers. We uh, just uh, recently brewed a German Pilsner that's now starting its three-month process of lagering. So. Mm, and you use a millet for that as well? Yes. Millet on uh, every single beer we use is kind of like a replacement for barley. Okay. And then buckwheat's uh, uh, kind of like a replacement for wheat. It uh, creates a nice, solid body to the beer to give it a very standard taste. No, it's fantastic. I'm going to open the pumpkin ale now. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's our seasonal release. Oh, right next to the mic. I love that. (laughs) The sound effects are awesome. Ah, We're here for that. We promised the show. 
and and there we go. Uh, yeah, most of it should go right in your mouth, though. I know, and it, it dripped all over me because I was laughing at the same time. Yeah, that's awesome. We should get some tasters. So we, you guys share? Do you guys share? We do. We let's, do share. We, we like you guys. You're not sick. <laughs> no, we're not. Mm, uh, William, it, it strikes me as a very interesting story. Here's a story I think William can probably tell a little bit better than me, but um, Karen Hertz, who's the owner of Holiday Daily Brewing Company, she worked in the beer industry for a long time, I think even Coors Brewing Company, and she found out that I'm not feeling well in her life, and through many testing and figuring out what, what was going on with her body physically, she found out that she needed to be gluten-free. She couldn't uh, tolerate gluten anymore. Uh, along with that, her great love of beer brought her to the point of starting a brewery just so she could provide delicious gluten-free tasting beer. How far off am I? Nope, you're, you're spot on. It's it's uh, that exact alleyway. Um, know, she's, a, she's a wonderful person when you get to meet her. Um, her story's on our story. website on holidaylybrewing.com. Um, it's very inspirational. If you ever come into the tap room um, and, and you have the pleasure of running into her while you're there, she's the most friendliest people you get to meet. Um, and very strong-driven. She's really dedicated to really making this this company something, making Holidaily number one when it comes to the gluten-free product. Mm-hmm. You know, the standard. When you think gluten-free beer, you think Holiday. It's truly right, as the Whiskey Sisters are taking a photo opportunity right now. Yeah, that's a good photo opportunity <laughs> oh, yeah, right, right there. Right in the middle of the interview. I don't know what the hell. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we do have a camera on you. I know. Right <laughs> Whiskey Sisters. <laughs> being ridiculous. This okay. is, I'm looking at your blonde right now, the, the uh, favorite blonde. What a great appropriate name because this is one of my favorite blondes out there. I love Ska's True Blonde Ale and I love Upslope's um, blonde, but right there, top three with me. Well, I'm glad we can get uh, categorized with those two uh, companies. Those are fantastic companies with very delicious beer and I'm glad we kind of, uh, we fit in there. It's, it's a that's pride. A, that's that's a daily. That's legit. That's good. That's yeah. legit. So Not that none of it's legit. My sister's looking at me like, what the hell? <laughs> no, it's really good. And it's got a good sweetness to it. Like, it has already citrus mm. in it. That's why I'd go for a Belgium, which I right, can't do a Belgium because it's so heavy. On Before we got started for this hour, I said, hey, ladies, do you drink much? And they, no, I don't drink much beer. Now they're like uh, connoisseur. You know, we I know so much micro beer. Usually this would be a Belgium for me right now. <laughs> I, have, I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, you do. You know what must be exciting is you've got people coming into your tap room because if you've had celiac disease, and not, not just the people that the lifestyle trying to avoid gluten, but the true celiacs. That, it, it they can actually up. go into their brewery. Well, it, they can go in and enjoy something, but I mean, so many people with celiac disease, it shows up in so many different forms. It can be skin, it can be a reproductive system can shut down. I mean, there's just literally probably thousands of different symptoms to it. So what a what a treat that must be for them to go in. To be able to drink a beer? Absolutely. Yeah, I bet just they cry. We, we do get actually a lot of um, like celiac people who come in for the first time in years or first time ever to have a beer. And um, we just put out a video on uh, on our website and our uh, YouTube page um, kind of explaining the difference between gluten-free and gluten-reduced. So people who are celiac who have an actual issue, mm-hmm. you know, just to understand what the difference is, 
is, is already going to change a lot of people's lives. I've already made so many people happy. Like, yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I can't take gluten reduced. It's it's gluten. It's There's still beer in there. They're still made the same process. So, I, I mean, if, if you're not completely um, knowledgeable about the difference between gluten-free and gluten-reduced, definitely check out that video. It highlights a lot of very important key issues of why we're dedicated gluten-free and the steps and efforts that we make to make sure our product is safe for people and yeah, I'll take it a step situation. further of how seriously uh, William and, and Karen take uh, the gluten-free product is if you go to, into a restaurant and they have holiday beer, chances are you're probably going to find it in a can. And here's why. They know that their product is the way that's going to be served. If it's on a tap, it's a special thing because they're going to make sure that the control of that tap has never had any beer that's gone through there that has any gluten at all. Uh, I think you even clean their, the tap systems or you start fresh. How do you deal with that if you see, the, to make sure that if you go into a restaurant or a bar, that it, there's a handle for Holiday Brewing Company that you can be assured that you're not having any cross-contamination? So when we work with anybody who wants to tap one of our kegs, we make sure that they are very aware that this is a, almost like a health issue kind of thing, like a no-nut allergy sure. kind yeah. of issue. So... We we, uh, we take uh, special precautions and steps to make sure that the owners and the taproom staff know that uh, whenever these taps lines need to be cleaned or the first time we tap it, either you know we're going to make sure it's super clean. We're going to go there and test the line after we tap our beer to make sure it is still pouring clean. And after that, they're not even allowed to tap other beer on that tap line. If they do, then it's like you, you don't you don't get our beer anymore. You. You basically said you didn't want our beer on, on tap anymore because it's a it's a big process. It's a lot of work, a lot of effort to to really make sure those tap lines are are strictly dedicated gluten free. In my estimation, the best gluten free beer that there possibly is made, not just here in Colorado but uh, worldwide. Uh, continue the great work, my friend. I no, appreciate that. Thank it's you. It's super guys. important. We have an aunt who's a celiac and. Yep. It makes a big difference, and it makes a difference to those who are even intolerant. So thank and you for all the work you do. And I Absolutely. love that you're working with Grouse. Yeah. It's another <laughs> local company, female run. She's awesome, so good job. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. William Martinez right there, brewer at Holiday Lee Brewing Company. Uh, say hello to Karen for us, would you? Thank you, Karen. I appreciate everything you've done for us. Yeah, she's a continue great guy. Continue to kick, kick, some, uh, kick some ass. That's right. <laughs> Hold on, you got mad at me. We got in trouble saying stuff. You can. No. Oh, I knew I was gonna get so unfair. That was mild compared to what comes out of you guys. Whatever. All right, Chad Brad on deck. Jagged Mountain Brewing, uh, Jagged Mountain Craft Brewery. They're coming up next. Chad Brad, do you know Chad? Um, actually, this is the first time I met him today. Um, love Jagged Mountain. I've had their beers many times. Love, love the brewery. And then a great friend of the show in booth in the news, Ryan Negley, Vapor Distillery. All the booze news you can use, and that'll be Ryan Negley. We continue on. Uh, I thought it was a good idea, the Whiskey Sisters, oh, to join on. us for the <laughs> second. We add some flavor. And, and I was going to say, yes, it, it, yeah, I, I was right. spicy flavor? My on, instincts spicy were right. They're going to get rowdier once they get some whiskey. Oh, my goodness. A little heart. That's what you get right here on the Modern Eater Show. Check it out live on Facebook. Uh, these ladies, though. Put on a show in the commercials. I don't know quite what it'll be, but you stick around. All right, we'll be back in a flash. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path. 
through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website themoderneater.com If you've got a business and need a website or need a graphic designer, F. Johnson Design does it all. Take the headache out of trying to build your own website or design graphics. Who has time for that? F. Johnson Design will get you up and running with a professional and great looking website. Design sharp graphics to your specifications and have your site up faster than you think. Logo, package design, SEO coding and more. F. Johnson Design did the Modern Eater's website. Go to themoderneater.com to check out some of their work reach out to f johnson design at f do you have the goods jay parker here for the goods restaurant if you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items stop by the goods whether you're a vegetarian vegan gluten-free or even a meat lover they've got something for everyone get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos warm corn tortillas wood oven roasted veggies pickled onions shaved radish tomatillo fresh cilantro and a house-made vegan sour cream Wow. How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options, and they don't forget about the meat lovers, with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com. Get ready to change the way you look at food. This is Peter Allman, the founder of South River Aquaponics and Alpenglow Mushrooms. As a Le Cordon Blue Train chef, I know the importance of quality ingredients. That's why in 2013, I left the fine dining industry to start a sustainable organic farm. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow, we are the leader in sustainable growing practices, utilizing our natural resources as effectively as possible. No pesticides, no GMOs, no funny business, just clean, honest food production. We use old world techniques combined with modern technology to bring you the best possible produce. Our gourmet mushroom facility provides CO2 for our greenhouse that grows tilapia as well as lettuces and herbs in our aquaponics system. Look for us in natural grocers, city market, and served on the plates of Colorado's finest chefs. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow Mushrooms, we're growing greener. To learn more about aquaponics and see our products, go to our website at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. My dad's vegetables are so good, I can't live without them. Okay, back to the Modern Eater show momentarily, but I have to tell you about a great family-owned and operated business. His name's Jeff Rourke in A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Jeff, along with his wife, Kristen Rourke, they're doing just incredible work when it comes to build-outs for breweries, custom installs and tap lines everywhere you can possibly think of. Um, maintenance as well. I mean, any more these days when I go in, just because I know it, what you what you know and when you know it, you have to identify it. Uh, bar owners, restaurant owners, brewery owners, if you have some miles on your establishment and you need to get a tune-up, don't pour inefficient beer. Don't get that foam. Uh, your glycol system needs to be adjusted. Your temperatures are off. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Pouring inefficient beer does what, Jay? It pours your money down the drain. Please don't pour your money down the drain. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. He's going to make sure you get an A-Plus report card on your draft systems. Get a hold of him. Grab a pen right now. 720-272-3809. 
720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. My name's Alex Seidel. I'm from Fruition Restaurant, Mercantile Restaurant. You are listening to us on Monardiner on iHeartRadio. We're here. The uh, James Beard Award-winning Alex Seidel talking about the Modern Eater Show, live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. It's such a pleasure to have this studio and be able to feature hyper-local food and beverage as we continue co-hosting this hour. It's uh, the Whiskey Sisters and Stephanie and Felicia, ladies. We're pouring you, you're, beer. You're pouring, We're pouring beer. beer. Oh, can you hear it? Can you hear it? Yes. That, doesn't, that just doesn't sound good. I know, so listen, I went to the restroom. But the beer bad is idea, fantastic. Bad idea. The, the beer, beer is good. The beer is good. Beer so is good. you liked our last brewery, Holiday yes. Brewing Company. Mm. And as we move forward through beer, it's Jagged Mountain Craft Brewery. Did I get that right, Mr. Chad Brown? Yes, you did. I know, you throw in the craft brewery. I know, there. right? I, I like that. Yeah. Got to make sure everybody knows we're craft. Welcome back yeah. to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This and, is awesome. And craft you are indeed. Yeah. My sister fell in love with your beer when she was yep. out here um, for the uh, summer dinner series. Yeah. Whiskey Sisters, you ladies went to the summer dinner series. We did. We did. We were, loved it. Thank were you. you. So good. Were you there on the night that uh, Chad we was all. pouring beer? Sad face, sad face. <laughs> next year, next year, right? Next year, uh, Absolute well, winter dinner series coming yeah. up, and you'd like to do that. That would be awesome. Uh, winter dinner series is going to be, actually, we're going to release who's going to be in the winter dinner series here shortly, so we got to talk. Nice. Speaking of talking, uh, let's, let's just talk about the brewery itself. Yeah. Where, where's it at? Uh, so we're at 20th and Lawrence Street, right downtown Denver, so three blocks from Coors Field. Uh, right next door to Ophelia's is a good landmark to kind of put everybody uh, at. And, uh, yeah, we just had our fifth anniversary. Uh, which is kind of crazy to, to think that it's been five years since we opened our doors up. Um, and, uh, yeah, we just did, we did a fifth anniversary beer, of course. We always have to do an anniversary ale, uh, which I brought here today. I'll put it in front of said camera. Uh, Belgian quintuple. Lots of uh, things going on. So we did a, uh, yeah, anniversary beer this year. We really wanted to make something cool, so we... Uh, did a Belgian quintuple, um, aged it on Mongolian oak, uh, French oak, Palo Santo wood, and then blended in some Cab Franc grapes from Kingman Wines. Show off. Yeah, I know, no. right? Yeah. And there's some Kingman wine. We just had a conversation. Yeah, that's with right. Yeah, fantastic. I love how you're pulling together the, the local thing, right? We that's try, fantastic. yeah. Well, and that's even, what we're all about. even more than that, I, I heard Cook Street say Jagged Mountain's going to be there next Sunday. That's right. Yeah, we're doing an event next Sunday, the 18th, and then another one on December 9th. Um, doing a little Bites and Brews brunch. So we've uh, typically done this uh, in the evening before. It's been an awesome event, a huge turnout, and uh, we wanted to kind of introduce it uh, on the brunch level this year. So um, bringing it in for a couple events to see how it works out. We're cooking with beer. Uh, we're going to be serving beer. We're going to be bringing extra special beer out that's not on the menu and all sorts of fun stuff. It's going to be really great. So, yeah, November 18th, uh, 11 to 2, and then you get 20% off across the street at Brothers Bar. So you can go watch the football afterwards and hang out and keep the day going. Got your bases yeah, covered. That's right. <laughs> Beer is food. Beer I, is food. Truly. And more yeah. and more, I love to see the culinary scene yeah. embracing that. I yep. want to do a series here. Uh, do you cook? I do, yes. You're a cook? I love cooking, I, yeah. I like that. I want to do a series here at um, Studio Kitchen Colorado, Brewers Cooking. Ooh, I like that. 
I like that. I mean, you have chefs cook all the time. Yeah. Brewers, I think, have a passion. I know, I mean, Andrew Moore from Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. You've got uh, uh, Jeff from Spice Trade Brewing Company. He loves to cook as well. Uh, Dave Thibodeau, brewer, uh, owner brewer at um, at uh, Scott Brewing Company, Colorado Springs. He loves to cook as well. You like to cook. I think it's a hit if we yeah. have brewers. Um, and, and use your, your use your beer to cook yeah, with definitely. as well. Yeah, and I think all those breweries that you just listed off, you can taste food in their beer 100%. Like they, they, I mean, Spice Trade alone is, like, the amount of stuff that they throw in a beer is is kind of mind-blowing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, it absolutely is, yeah. and I, I love seeing that more and more. Um, ladies, do you, do you ever cook with beer? Or? No, but I think it would be a great idea to have a... a modern eater you know series around that brewers cooking yeah absolutely a little barbecue sauce a little marinating a little little beer fried batter yumminess do you guys cook oh i a ton you love to cook we are cookers bakers she's more the baker i'm more the cooker um can you just call me martha stewart (laughs) i mean that's probably not like trademarked but in the way i'll be alt brown and you can be uh martha martha oh yeah i mean martha like i see she doesn't know it yet but we are it, it, I, I'm assuming you guys have cooked with whiskey. Oh damn! I have Uh-oh. not. I've done the chicken. I've done the chicken. But I do chicken. have. I'm making my own vanilla right now with uh, rock or vodka. Are you really? Yeah. Okay. Well, and I do a bourbon, and not to get away from the beer thing, but I do do a bourbon uh, banana bread. A bourbon banana bread. I have to taste that. That sounds delicious. She's like bananas Foster slash. Bourbon, banana bread. That's that's my thing. That's my shtick. That sounds great. I'm a baker. I love to bake. Yeah. Chad, do you like uh, whiskey? Yes, I do. I love whiskey. You ever met the whiskey sisters? No, I haven't. Oh, it's well, the first know. time. I saw it air, too. Wow, wow, wow. Very nice to meet you. Very nice to meet you. This is awesome. Have you ever met Kristen? No, I haven't. Wow, this is all the sorts of new people today. Yeah. <laughs> that's truly what Studio so Kitchen is. That's right. What we need is a beer dessert. A beer dessert. How do you do a beer dessert? Yeah. Um, well, you could you could do a beer banana bread. So, Dunkelweiss is essentially liquefied banana bread. Which is, by the way, my favorite beer. Awesome. So there, and it's to me, it's just liquid banana bread. So that's already there. All you gotta do is incorporate it. Honestly, beer is easy to pretty much blend in anything. Truly. Um, you can reduce it down to a yeah. syrup. You can add it into cakes and batters and all sorts of fun but stuff. But plop so. a couple of scoops of vanilla ice cream. That's right. <laughs> you can just do beer in a glass with vanilla ice cream. That's perfect. Yeah, beer float. Yeah. That's it. Well, That's I'm all thinking, you need. I'm thinking cranberry <laughs> sauce. Stephanie, we may need to bust out, bust out this blood orange yeah, beer the goza. with, the, with yep. the cranberry sauce. Oh, Fresh cranberries. Put it in. Beer. Well, it's got it a down. nice like acidic tartness yeah. to it. And I think Tart. that would, yeah. Yeah, this would be really good with cranberry. Yeah. See, I'm you guys Alt- are on to something. This is I'm great. I'm Alton Brown. Maybe. Collaborating. Damn it. She's trying to one-up me. You see this how she always one-ups me? No, no, whatever. It's a, it's a little sister thing to do. Let me throw that in there that I'm the little one. <laughs> Chad Bratt, Jagged Mountain Craft Brewery. I'm still taller. Let's, 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 let's fuck it back into the beer stuff. Get over it. <laughs> Chad, talk about the, the tap room. Your Can people find you? Liquor stores? What are you doing right yeah, now? Yeah, so uh, you'll find us in the, the tap room is the number one place to find us. Uh, we're, like I said, we're right downtown 20th Lawrence, right next to Ophelia's. Um, we typically have about 16 to 18 beers on tap, uh, give or take uh, what day you show up. Um, and uh, that's that's our primary spot to find us. You can find us on tap. Uh, we're at about 30 accounts around downtown Denver. 
um, and the outskirts a little bit. Uh, we don't can, we don't bottle, really. Uh, you'll find us in these big cans, which most people can't see. Take a crowler 32-ounce crowlers, two pints. They look big, but they're, they're easy to take down, and they're half the size of a glass crowler, and you can crush them at the end of them. You can recycle them. They're awesome. Take so, camping. Yeah, they're perfect for camping. Um, so we do those out of the tap room all day long um, and, and pretty much put everything in them. And then a, an occasional bottle here and there when we're trying to celebrate something. So Centrally located at your neighborhood brewery. You yeah. know, I mean, you got, that's kind of your neighborhood brewery downtown. There. It's a great location. Yeah. Right, yeah. Terrible location. Yeah, Awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> Jagged Mountain Craft Brewery. Go give them a visit. I encourage you to do that. And friendly people there yep. as well. Yeah. It's a great uh, community environment with that. And um, congratulations on your five. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's so cool. It's been great. Yeah. Drinking Congrats. beer out of Cheers a wine glass. Well, yes, that's right. We're classy. Thanks. Jagged. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Trying to keep our mouths in check. Catch up with you again quick. Thanks, Chad. Yes, thank you. Uh, thanks for coming to the studio. What yeah. do you think of the uh, kitchen? This is amazing. I mean, the last time I was with you guys was in a studio that was not a kitchen. Yep. And you guys made it a kitchen, but <laughs> this is this is legit. So I, right? I really like this it's a lot. A this is really different. really cool. Yeah. I love catching up with Chad Bratt, man. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. I appreciate your time. All right, we're gonna switch gears. We have one segment left on this. Uh, it's turning into be quite a rowdy show. As, um, you know, we're right in to the end of fall. Don't blame it on the sisters. Jumping into, no, yeah. the whiskey sisters are fine. We, we Don't know. Blame we, it. we may. That's what happens when you leave the doors open. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. No. <laughs> you know what? People next week come, they'll be like, uh, That didn't we, come uh, out. It'll, it'll be a little boring next week because we may not be here. They'll be like, we're not allowed in. No. Uh, Before we break, bouncers. what brought bouncers. you guys into town? Why are you in town? Because we missed you. No, we live in town. I doubt it. Huh? We live here. Do you really? Yeah, we really do. But you know what? She got a baby. Her babysitter came in town. Her mother-in-law came yeah. in town. I've got a babysitter for the night. Okay. So, so I was like, Ooh. let's go out. <laughs> Mother-in-law's in town. <laughs> the girls are on the loose. The I girls understand. are on the loose. And they chose to come here tonight. Did, did, you, did you really? Just, yeah. I said, what do you want to go? She's like, well, let's just stop. We haven't been to the new on. kitchen. It's, a, it's an honor. We love the Whiskey Sisters. What can we say? All right, now we're going to... Jay? Yeah, Ryan Negley says uh, wrap it up. Okay, we're getting oh, up. We're getting the knife through the throat. Yeah. Did he really? Yeah, he's, he's Ryan said wrap it up. He he's all that in a bag of chips. Ryan is all that in a bag of chips. Uh, you, have you heard his voicemail? I'm sorry for my voice cracking like it's 1987, but his voicemail <laughs> is priceless. Is it really? Oh, wait, we'll tell you what his voicemail oh, is. Oh, oh, now Greg is cutting us off. He's like, we can tell you next in the next segment. Yeah, Shut up. That's, that's the tease. That's the tease. All right, as we teach you to stick around and hear what's on Ryan Negley's voicemail. I wonder if we could have the we studio call Negley. his voicemail. Oh, no, no, no. Let's do yes, that. Yes, yes. Brilliant. Like, like the winner of some... Uh, we're quiz gonna, gets Ryan Nigley No quizzes. <laughs> Nobody can think right now. It's Saturday night. <laughs> and we're drinking. We have wine, beer, and whiskey. I know. What more and could you want? And food. And, and lots of food. And lots of food. With gluten-free things. Ryan Negley next. It's Vapor Distilling. Have you heard of him? Maybe not. You will next. Right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. 
Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale. Taste lavender tripel and the distinctive horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully source spices and herbs, enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, Look us up online at SojournerBeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. Hey, Colorado chefs, Brian Freeman with Growers Organic and the Modern Eater Talk Show. Do you care about where your food comes from? I do. Do you want loyalty from customers who care about that as well? I can help by providing top quality organic produce with reliable delivery, knowledgeable sales team who genuinely care about how food is grown, transported, and served. Chefs, Growers Organic will ensure you have excellent ingredients for your next James Beard dinner your nightly specials, or your regular menu items. Join the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Now it's time for the Modern Eater's Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. Yes, it is your booze news. All the booze news you can use right here on the Modern Eater Show. Hey, Whiskey uh, Sisters, can you say that? All the booze news you can booze use? News? Booze news you can use. Um, yeah, that sucks from her. <laughs> All the booze news you can use. <laughs> booze news you can use. I'll let you be what the, the hell? star, babe. <laughs> <laughs> you be the star. The voice of the Whiskey Sisters. I'm just the pretty face. I'll and here we are. Well, I'm going to just be the pretty face. Who wants to introduce I'm Ryan Negley? Ryan Negley. Hi. Mr. Negley. That's here me. We love Ryan Negley. What would you say? He's Ish. Th- Where's he from? Where's he from? Stephanie, where's he from? Yes, yes Stephanie, where am I from? He's from Denver. He's from Vapor Distilling. Oh, Vapor Distillery. Vapor Distillery. I know, right? Everyone's all different. Peachtree Distillers, uh, Deerhammer Distilling, Thank Vapor you. Distillery. Thank you for covering me. Mm-hmm. I'm here for you. Thank you, Ryan. It's good to see you. It's a pleasure to be and here. And you brought all your booze with you? I brought most of the booze with me. 
so we get some good shots. We you're, get some good shots of that. You're a good that friend. Some good stuff. We'll get there. We'll cross that bridge when uh, when it comes. Yes, we yes, will. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Ryan, you're an interesting guy. Um, Thanks. In yourself, because it, you're you're in you're embedded into the fabric of uh, you know not only the the distilling community but the Colorado distilling community. Sure. You also have a group as well. Ah, uh, yeah. Very the, popular uh, group. <clears throat> the Denver Whiskey Club. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's I never got an invite, so. Uh, it's, Except they're picky. We, we did, but a, I mean, <laughs> we did. we're obviously cooler than you. Oh, it's obviously. A, <laughs> it's obviously. a sign-up kind of a thing. you got to have the initiative to go out there and do it. Do oh! It oh. Uh, wow! Burn. But you're cordially invited to the next event, sir. Get off your butt. Uh, yeah, Sign so the Denver Whiskey Club is It's about really kind of the same thing that you guys are doing, is really reaching that, that broader uh, consumer base, you know, the, the nerds, the people that are into this because it's the hobby, you know, and... And and something that <clears throat> I got from a from being a bartender uh, and running a bar, bar manager is every every pretty much Monday and Tuesday afternoon we get amazing presentations from from somebody that might be a, a national brand ambassador or somebody that's a distiller or somebody that grows grain and you get these amazing presentations. But you're in the business, you're in the trade, right? You're part of the industry, uh, and so many people are interested in that very thing. And <clears throat> what we and uh, me and Jake uh, Jake Norris. What we wanted to do was provide that for the for the engaged consumer. Anybody that's willing to go out there and, and, and take the time to, to learn that little extra bit, we're going to make a, a grand evening and, and host them, and, and, and they get that amazing presentation that they would never otherwise get to see. I mean, I can't think of anybody else I'd rather learn from than Ryan and oh, Jake. Oh, well, thank you. Good sir. I mean, truly, just experts in the industry. And as you've moved on and you've moved forward, here's a new brand that yeah, you, yeah, you're yeah. involved with, a Vapor <coughs> Distilling. Distillery. Distillery. That's all right. Oh, no, uh, Greg, you uh, it. I blame the I blame the whiskey sisters. Blame me. On that one. Blame me. Don't blame Steph. Blame the, the whiskey child. sisters. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Vapor Distillery, new hat I'm wearing these days. Uh, just signed on back in September. Uh, but it's really it's great to be part of kind of almost back to one of the original distilleries in Colorado, the DSP, the distilling license that that uh, that Vapor Distillery carries, number ten. Good so stuff. Oh, awesome. you know one of the oldest distilleries in the state. Uh, we just kind of took a long time to get to the whiskey point. Um, the gin was really the focus. Uh, and no, it's I'm <clears throat> honestly one of the most award-winning gins in the state of Colorado. Uh, and it's absolutely amazing. But, you know, this, the state, this, the, the country, the world, you know, it's thirsty for whiskey. And, and our whiskey just hit the market uh, one year ago this month. Or excuse me, one year ago last month with the bourbon. And then we just launched two months ago, really six weeks ago, uh, our malt whiskeys, our American single malt whiskeys. What did you reach for there? So this is an aged gin. <coughs> uh, yes. Stephanie is a gin drinker. I am a drinker. She um, really likes gin. So there's <coughs> barrel aged gin is but nothing new. it's a dark new. gin. You might know. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, barrel aged gin. It's not. A, it's not a new idea. Um, one of the oldest ideas ever because barrels were used for storage more than anything. So if you had to distill it, you need to store it. You store it in a barrel. Um, so barrel aged gin is, is is almost as old as gin itself is. Uh, <clears throat> however, in modern cocktail culture, in modern craft distilling world, uh, gin is or uh, aged gin is really more of a, uh, a slight flavor component. Um, we don't do anything slight. Everything with vapor is full bore. Um, <clears throat> so this 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 very gin here is it's treated more as a whiskey. So that's why we call it ginsky. Um, it is uh, 11. It's 11 botanic gin going to a freshly brand new virgin oak 53 gallon level three char barrel. Uh, we're going to put the distillate in at 125 proof, the maximum legal amount for whiskey. There's no actual you know legal amount for proof you can put it in, but uh, we follow the, kind of those whiskey rules. Yep. It lays in barrel for no less than two years. So if the word straight wow. gin were a thing, it, 
they're not a thing. That would be <clears> it. Yeah, exactly. So we're we're kind of really pushing it hard, and you get a, just a ton of flavor characteristic from from really doing it that much. And yeah, get the awards. We got we got all the stickers and the medals and all that the kind of violet, stuff. The violet, the the world's best American it's mature the non gin. Juniper slash violet gin. Right? <clears throat> no, the gin itself is, is super. It's, it's all about being well rounded. It's all about balance. You know, balance it is, is, balance is key in everything that these yep. that these the ladies and gentlemen right. over here in the in the culinary world are doing. It's the same thing in beer and in beer and spirits. Um, balancing the citrus notes with with floral notes with spice notes, and then we add the barrel aspect. Uh, it's, we make a good gin. Because time flies and we have about a oh yeah yeah oh, I could do this forever really? never, never, never. Well, we could we'll extend Ryan the show Nagley. for you guys. We'll, another hour with Ryan. Yeah right. Just, just sit with Ryan. We'll talk about how this is, doesn't taste like you're licking a tree. Hold on, I like licking a tree. So I know you, you like licking a tree, so but I that's not move licking on, a move tree. On. I like right. I, I whiskey. Like, okay, Ryan. whiskey, 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 bourbon. With, with all of, you know, shelf space. Yeah. That's one of those things. Yeah. Distinguishing your brand. Setting it aside. How do you put vapor distillery in front of the rest? You know, it's it's tough. It's tight. You know, like you said, shelf space. And there's only there's only so many spots on a shelf. And there's a sh- there's a bunch of us in the uh, in the distilling world uh, here in Colorado and every liquor store wants to represent the Colorado distillery so you know we are kind of all fighting for that same shelf space but when it comes down to it it's got to be good inside it really does it's, it's got to it's got to it's got to be able to be blind tasted and say oh you know i don't care what bottle shape this comes in yeah. i don't care what if it's got a foil top or not how embossed the label is that's good whiskey look and, for it by name right 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 absolutely um Always a pleasure. No, dude, we like, need I you here, here all the time. You I live what? ten blocks away from here. Ryan only you. He I'm gonna needs to be here all ten the blocks. Time. Oh, gonna, now you don't have. I know, right? You should give me that. I'm gonna stop cooking on Saturday nights and come here and party with you. Bring your I kid. He's awesome. My kid is here. You cook here. Thank you so much.